Welcome to episode 66 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about the difference between footing, running and jogging, the mysteries of puenting, why un parking and un camping are so confusing for native speakers, and how the ING form became so fashionable in the Spanish language. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we'll be doing something again a little bit different and it's all related to some words that certainly I noticed when I first moved here to Spain and uh, they're, they're actually English words that have infiltrated into the Spanish language and the problem with these particular words is that the translation itself uh, is somewhat confusing and if Spanish speakers use these words, then a native speaker could actually be confused themselves. So that might sound all a little bit confusing, but hopefully it will all become very, very clear. And as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Good. Yes. Now, this is kind of all connected to the fact that last week we were talking about teeth, different types of expressions with teeth, and we were talking about brackets and braces, right? Mm -hmm. Spanish speakers often say they have brackets on their teeth, and we were saying that that's actually parentheses. And in fact, the thing that they have to say is braces, okay? Now that yeah. kind of confusion led us onto this whole idea of, oh, maybe we can look at other words that have sort of like an, an origin in the English language, but also could be very confusing if you start using them in English, right? Because they're just like really sort of don't, are not understandable, right? For a native speaker, yeah. potentially. Right? Well, it's because it's not like you, there's this expression, anglicism, anglicismo, mm. like marketing, for example, or brainstorming. Mm. So their words from English have been incorporated into the Spanish language, but they maintain the same meaning. They don't change That's the right. meaning. So if a Spanish speaker says to an English speaker, I want to do a brain, can we do a brainstorming or marketing? They go, they understand perfectly. Yes. The, the Absolutely. word is being used with the same meaning in both languages. So that's simply incorporating a foreign word or, well, a word of foreign origin, in this case, English, into another language, which happens all the time. And in English as well, we incorporate French words, for example, into English. Yeah, but what what's the problem here? It's like, well, the example you just gave of the brackets and the break that that word exists in English, but it has a different meaning. That's so right. A native English speaker, if you say brackets or bra they'll understand something different. So it's being used in a different way in Spanish. So you could say really it's become a Spanish word with its own meaning. Absolutely. It's sort of not really an English word anymore. Well, it is, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. why it can be confusing. So we, we started thinking of, oh, there's a few more of these we've noticed over the years where Spanish people are using an English word or part of it is an English word, 
but it's not the way we would say this thing in English. We would That's use right. this word differently or would have a different meaning. So it can be very confusing for a native speaker hearing these words in Spanish because they're like, what? That's right. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and I think that's mm. in particular, the main culprit, let's say, mm. or the main culprit. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah, that's the guilty <laughs> party. Yeah, the guilty party. Yeah. Mm. Is the gerund, right? There's some sort of sort of attraction towards mm. this construction of the ing form yeah uh, and spanish people for some reason seem to love the ing sound or the yeah, ing the sound. yeah absolutely yeah. and so when we were kind of going through these we kind of noticed the fact that wow all of these have something in common they all have the ing form right yeah it's true um, there so the brackets no but all of these ones we've come up with all have the ing um, yes Yes, brackets if are I, kind of exception to the rule in many yeah, ways, but yeah, say. or the outlier, you can say mm. as well. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll go through some of these and we'll talk about them. Also talk about when we first encountered them. And mm. I certainly for this first one is kind of I really got to I noticed this one almost immediately. And it's funny, and we'll talk about trends as well, related to this one in particular, because it's a word that sort of was very fashionable when I came to Spain. And I think when you came to Spain yeah. as well, and then has suddenly sort of disappeared, as yeah, uh, disappeared from the lexicon, as time as they say. That's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this first one is footing. Okay, now I can really remember literally asking a, a student or a client of mine saying, what is that? Literally, I kind of was absolutely confused. I can't, I don't know whether you first can, can remember. Yeah, when the you, same. Yeah. And I this mean, is the problem that the Spanish speaker assumes you must understand it because it's an English word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they say, you don't know what footy, but it's English. Footy, yeah. foot, footing. And they're surprised yes. that you, because they assume that in the English language, well, not everyone, but... Some people are aware that it is a Spanish word, but I think most of the time, most people using that word or used to use it in the past, because as we're going to talk about, it seems to have disappeared in recent times. They would just assume that English speakers say footing and therefore the Spanish have just copied that word from English. But that's not the case. It's like the Spanish speakers have actually invented a new word, really. That's right. Effectively. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, I don't know why or how it happened, but so an English speaker, a native, would not understand footing. Or footing? What's that? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I can't remember what my first thoughts were when I first heard that, but I, I suppose the idea, probably, I thought something related to, like, obviously, to maybe football or some sort of sport mm. or something. Something. It was clearly, you know, but it could also have been something completely different. Some medical related. treatment I'm, to the Yes, <laughs> I have no idea. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, because it so doesn't make any sense. It's confusing. In yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. obviously, foot is a noun. So, mm. un pie, el pie. Mm. And in obviously, as all our listeners will know, because they're all, they all speak English to some extent or other, they all know that obviously you can change, make a verb into a gerund with ing, no? But you can't change a noun into a gerund. It must be a That's verb. Right. So, footing makes no sense. You Absolutely. cannot add ing to the word foot. That would be like in Spanish saying piendo. So you're taking <laughs> yes. pie and then you're adding the iendo, which is the Spanish equivalent of the ing, ing. Yeah. yeah. And if I said that to a Spanish person, piendo, they'd like, what? Because it doesn't, it doesn't exist. And in English, footing doesn't exist. There is no word footing. In there is the word foot, yes. So you say, okay, I understand the foot bit, but the footing, what's... You might think something to do with football or... You might do. You might do. Yeah, yeah. you might do. 
But really I think I was confused. basically just confused. Yeah, really yeah. confused. And I and I had to ask somebody for, for yeah. the definition. And then, and then, of course, when they said that, I was like, oh, okay, so you actually mean running or you mean jogging, right? Yeah. Those are the two words that are really used in English for, for that particular thing. And it's kind of like interesting because as we're talking about trends, it's actually footing has disappeared. And I think it is, has been replaced by this, by, by yeah. running, I think. In, running in, in is many, now super yeah. fashionable. Yes. Yeah. Voy a hacer running, o me encanta running, running, yeah. running yeah. with a Spanish pronunciation. Or running. Of course, the rolling R. Yeah, of yeah, course. Running, which, is, which is so which is so very very difficult for us English speakers it to, is, to it get is. right. Over the years, yeah. we've I probably got better at it, right? But yeah. the rolling better, R is not is, perfect. Yeah, yeah because in double. English, of course, we have the, just the r sound, like we're going yeah. running. It's the right thing very to soft. do. Yeah, yeah, it's r, which is yeah, yeah. Um, very light, very soft compared to Spanish. So yeah. I, I find it very difficult to be able to pronounce the difference between but and a dog okay so if you yes. think of that so one is with one arm one's with two no. yes so sometimes i say pero people are like are you talk, are you saying but or a dog because <laughs> a dog is perro you have to got to get that r, which is very yeah. difficult for us so yeah i, mean, I, mean, I say those two difficult. words basically the same more or less. yeah 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 um, it's kind of like yeah. the R is actually difficult in many languages because my dad always had problems pronouncing the German R, which is slightly mm. different again, yeah. uh, which is very interesting. So it's here in common. Spain, you have the, yeah. you know, the R, whatever. Yeah, the rolling R. In English, we have the R, which is a much softer R. And then mm. in, in German, you have R as like a more, oh, it's like even, like, even it's more like very, recht, uh, recht. It's like it comes right from the from the throat. The back um, of the throat. No? Yeah, oh, which might, which, which I, I, as I learned German as a child was actually okay for me to get. But my, we, we always used to laugh at my dad because he found that quite difficult, that a German are quite difficult to, yeah. to, to pronounce. So, But of course, so, yeah. a Scottish person speaking Spanish would have no problem. <laughs> or less problems than us because in Scottish pronunciation they actually have the r sound. That's so true. A Scottish person instead of saying road like we would say very the, yeah. the r is almost non-existent very soft road they'd say yeah. r road. <laughs> yes. In a in a typical Scottish accent there's variation in Scotland between accents of course. but most Scottish people would say r road. So for mm. them to do the r sound wouldn't be a problem. It's a bit like yeah. me coming from Liverpool. I think we mentioned this before. You know, people in Liverpool have that h sound. Mm. So instead of saying back, they say bach. That is very, uh, that is, yeah. yeah, very scouse, mm. as we mentioned before. People from yeah. Liverpool are scousers. Yeah. So for me, for example, I can say getafe and I don't have any problem with that. <laughs> but lots of English people find it That's really useful then, really useful, yeah. obviously. So it's strange, if you're Scottish or Scouse, there are two aspects of Spanish that are not that difficult for you, but they are for <laughs> most English people, or most English That's speakers, right. I should say. Yeah. So it's strange. It's just a coincidence that, you know, in a Scouse it's accent, true. you've got the h sound, and in the Scottish accent, you have the r sound. Yeah. And it, just, it gives you a slight advantage, shall we say, over you coming from Bournemouth, who have neither, neither the <laughs> nor the right. r. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, so Liverpudlians and 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 no maybe the Scottish Spanish. have an yeah. advantage over the, yeah, the southerners. Spanish. The yeah, southerners, definitely, yeah, or Americans, for example. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and we've gone that's kind of interesting. Tangent, well, yeah, usual. no, we have gone on with tangent, but it's yeah. kind of interesting, and it just shows yeah. how you know, like. Yeah. 
Spanish speakers often have, you know, pronunciation issues, but we also have pronunciation yeah. issues going the other In, way, you know, I exactly. mean, it's absolutely, you know, especially with those two, probably the most difficult. Yes. They um, are. They except are. for me yeah. with the sound. Yeah, that's an interesting sound that one. Because that, yeah. that yeah. I I found that one particularly difficult as well. Because my brother-in-law is called Jorge, and even there, even yeah. you can see that I still find that difficult. Jorge, Jorge. is yeah. like it's difficult for me still, but, and yeah. I have to like literally concentrate on it. Well, most English speakers pronounce it, and also Spanish speakers. It depends where you're from. So South Americans in general, and people in Andalusia, I've noticed, almost pronounce it more similarly to to an English person. So somebody from mm. Madrid, for example, you know, has got the strong, no, Jorge, yeah. Getafe, no, but mm. somebody from Andalusia or, I don't know, from Latin America, they have more of a ha sound, which is mm. how most English people actually Yes, we would it. say like that, ha, yeah. Ho, Jorge, Jorge. Jorge, yeah, we'd say that. Uh, without that, yeah. but you've got to get the, well, it's doubly difficult. You've got the ha and the r in the <laughs> same name. So it's Jorge, yeah. but it's very difficult yeah. for English people, English speakers, I should say. That's right. That word, that name, no? Yeah. Um, but anyway, probably yeah, so it's the, it, it was he's like literally testing me. Like he, he's chosen the most the difficult worst, word for the an, most difficult <laughs> the most difficult name for an English speaker to pronounce. It's yeah. like Jorge, yeah. you know, Jesus. Anyway, so back okay. to the what was it? The running. The running. The running. So now yes, this this word running has replaced, it seems, well what in English we call what well, in English we jogging the word hasn't changed people still use the word jogging in english yeah obviously running is just the verb to run running that's you can use that in all senses so you're mm. running tomorrow i'm running a marathon mm. and maybe running you would think more more professional more competitive longer distances in the olympics people run no? but yeah. if you're doing it as like some i don't know middle-aged man who's got a few you know two extra a few extra kilos and you're just trying to run around the park or around the streets in your neighborhood a few kilometers as a form of exercise, mm. usually alone, this is jogging. So it's slightly yeah, different. Although Definitely. obviously when you're jogging, you are running by definition. Yeah. yeah. But in Spanish now, nobody say, I haven't heard for years people say, voy a hacer footing. No, no. Yeah. No, so it's kind of running interesting makes because more I mean, a native yes. speaker would understand running. That's not. Yeah, running. they would. They would absolutely. But footing? Yeah. No, they go footing. What's that? Yeah. So footing has kind of gone and and, and no mm. longer exists. People don't really use it. But at the same time, jogging is hardly ever used. And even maybe like I've never heard a Spanish speaker really say jogging. Um, oh no, no. And never, so it's like I never I mean, had a very... Spanish student who knew that word in English. Right. Jogging. Exactly. Yeah. Jogging. Although, I mean, I think that actually, I think jogging became very popular in the United States. I think jogging, you know, the, the you'd often yeah. see, you know, the president of the United States going for a jog with his, right? with his body bodyguards oh, through yes, Central Park right. or somewhere. Yeah, that's type. It was a very common thing, you know, like and and it and it was t really referred to as jogging rather than running because running, as you say, is kind of made it a little bit, a bit more, more professional. Professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah, it was. I think it. Yeah, it did come from the USA. This idea of you know going running as a health activity to get yeah, fit. That's so right. People who would not normally run at all in any other way just go running around the yeah. park a few kilometers, yeah. no, to try and lose some weight or something. No? That's right. Uh, so the, the, yeah, they invented the word jogging, and then it came. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's came from yeah. the United States. Yeah, maybe when sure. I was a child, I don't know I may not have understood the word jogging. I knew it from watching some American movie. No? Or yeah. you say on the news, they say the president, President Carter, whoever it was, Reagan or somebody, yeah. going back in time. No? He's a, yeah, absolutely. He's jogging with his bodyguards through the park. That's right. 
So I think we, you know, we incorporated that word from American English. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So do you go jogging, Alistair? No, I did try. I did try jogging at one point, but I just didn't like it. I just do not like running. I get very (laughs) tired, very out of breath. Uh And I find it boring. It's very solitary. It is solitary. That's right. Yeah. Actually, it's very bad. I think running, if you want to call it that, or jogging, I don't think it's good for you. Mm. It's good. Well, cardiac... Yes, you're getting your heart pumping the blood around the body, but it's mm. really hard. Running around the street is very bad on your joints. On your joints, like that's true. Yeah. So I, I think, think people who do a lot of running and especially start running longer distances, doing half marathons and you know taking it more seriously. Yeah. I think later in life they often have problems with with their knees, their ankles, ankles their back, because yeah. mm. it's very hard. On so I'm not sure it's actually very healthy to be honest. Mm. That's my excuse anyway for not doing yeah. it. That's your excuse, absolutely. And like, potentially it could be better if you go actually go to a running track where the surf is a little bit softer. Yeah, then if you're doing it there, maybe mm. that's a bit, a bit different. Yeah. But, yeah, with proper running shoes with the spikes. Yeah, and, yeah if you do it more like athletic sense. Mm. But just, you know, putting on your trainers and running around the streets around your house. I'm not sure how good that is for you in the end. <laughs> there was something else I wanted to mention there, but it's like, yeah, it's it's, it's just, you know, one of those things that, People really do get into it, don't they? And they really love it. Oh, yeah, it, it becomes they, you know, an obsession, big, an addiction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My brother-in-law is totally addicted. Right. So he started just doing some light jogging or footing. Yes. Uh, you know, the typical thing around where he lives, a few kilometers to get fit or to lose weight or whatever it was, to get fit yeah. in his case more than losing weight. Right. And and now he's running marathons. Wow. I think that's how it starts and many, for many yeah. people. That's absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. completely upset. Yeah, he runs every single day. Even on holiday, he'll wake up early, six in the morning before the rest of the family and go running by the beach doing 10K right. every morning. Wow. And then wow, he'll run, wow. you know, popular 10K, half marathons, marathons. So I think not mm. doesn't happen to everyone, but I think you do. It's like going to the gym. Some people get addicted to the... Yeah, so I think sure. the exercise produces... Not sure what it is, adrenaline, endorphins, some kind of endorphins, endorphins yeah. yeah, yeah, in the so, body which give you pleasure. So you know you want to keep doing it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's and it. some people find it very therapeutic as well, kind of like yeah. a way to kind of blank their mind. So like stop yeah, get, after working, like disconnect mm. from all the work yeah. and the stress. And yeah, and, and that, that probably that's probably very true as well. I mean, that's you know, yeah, I would agree out, with that aspect know, of you know, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's now I, I try to go to the gym two or three times a week and do various things in the gym. I suppose, yeah, you're disconnecting your mind from the day-to-day. And, uh, Absolutely. And I prefer doing that to, to jogging. To jogging, I suppose you yeah. can do it in all weathers. I mean, jogging, you don't, the weather doesn't have to be fantastic, but it's not very pleasant jogging when it's very cold or raining. Yeah. Whereas at least in the gym, you can go more or less, you know, well, the weather oh, is yeah. irrelevant. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's move on to the next next. word. There's also an ING word, right? All of these are ING and all of them do create a lot of confusion if you use them when you're speaking English. And this one in particular is kind of interesting because it is connected to the whole idea of a bridge, right? Um, And it's actually puenting. Okay, puenting. Now, again, I haven't heard many people say this for a while, so I don't know the kind of fashionable status of this at all. I think it's still Um, used. It's still used, right? Yeah, puenting. Refer to puenting. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting one. So the previous one was taking an English word foot and then adding the ing. This mm. one is taking a Spanish word, puente, and adding the ing. That's true. So it's yeah. even stranger in some ways. So the first time I heard puenting, I was like, what? And they said, and then the person said, bridging. 
So they yes. translated Puenting. Right, direct translation. Yeah. If Puenting, yeah, Puente is bridge, this activity must be bridging, no? Logically. <laughs> and they say, bridging? Awesome. What's bridging? Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. They're saying, you know, bridging, Puenting. Yeah. They go, nope, sorry, you'll have to explain. Yeah. So we have a completely different word in English for yeah, this, couldn't right? Couldn't be and more. We, absolutely, yeah. totally different. That's right. And we did do a little bit of research just before we started recording, and we'll come into that in a little bit. But the actual word itself is bungee jumping, bungee jumping, which is probably not very easy to remember. It has no. to be said. Part, I mean, jumping in itself is okay. You give yeah. you that's, that's easy to saltando. Oh, yeah, it's it's the bungee. It's so bungee, the first yeah. thing people say when I tell them, they say, what's what, what does bungee mean? Hmm. And I would say, well, I don't actually know exactly. I mean, the bungee is the, I think, is the harness. It's the equipment you use to do it. Mm. So when you jump off a bridge, you need a bungee. So, you know, that gives the name to the activity, bungee jumping. So it's really jumping with a bungee. Is that the harness or the the equipment that you need? Yeah. Now, where that actually comes from is another question. Because people say, why bungee? I say, I don't know. Mm. That's what it's called. But we did actually look it up no, to see. We it. did. Yes, yes. And it actually is, refers to the elastic cord. So obviously, you could you, for bungee jumping, you need an elastic cord. But of course, the whole idea of just saying elastic cord is like a little bit boring. But so the actual origin of this particular sport is that this particular elastic cord can also be called a bungee cord right yeah and so therefore that's why you get the idea of bungee jumping and now there yeah. is a bit of discrep description discrepancy uh, is discrepancy that... there that's it that's the word discrepancy between how it's spelt because some some people like to spell it with a y at the end and some just put a double e so there is a bit of a difference there but yeah the bungee cord itself is what has given its the name to this particular sport. Yeah, and apparently it was invented in New Zealand, which is a big country for this kind of, you know, what would you call them, adventure sports, adventure yeah. activities. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people go to New Zealand and participate in a lot of these kind of dangerous sports, or maybe not dangerous, you know, adventure high sports. High adrenaline High sports. adrenaline, high energy yeah. sports is a very big place to do it. So they yeah. invented, someone there invented in the 80s, I think we read, late 80s. Yeah. And apparently there, the word for an elasticated cord is bungee, hmm. which makes sense. But in England, or in England, like I'd never heard, I only know this word in the context of bungee jumping. I would never hmm. call an elasticated cord a bungee. Sure. But that, that makes sense. So in New Zealand, yeah. or maybe Australia, I don't know, this cord is called a bungee. So it's logical. You're jumping with a bungee. So bungee jumping sort of That's makes right. sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I've seen it spelled, I'm just thinking with B U N J I with an I as well. Bungee. Really? Wow. All sorts I think of so. different could ways be wrong. then. Yeah. So there's three ways you can spell it because the sound yeah. E could be Y, could be I, and could be double E. They'd all, yeah. you know, you don't, you pronounce it the same way. Absolutely. The E, yeah, no? Yeah. Bungee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it couldn't be more different than point bridging, no? Yes, absolutely. Bungee Very different. jumping. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been bungee jumping? Or have I haven't. Felt? I haven't, no. Would you like to do it? I don't think I I would like it very much. No, no I, I think I would have to also almost be forced to do it. To yeah, for me, it would be a torture. Like if you want to get some information <laughs> out of me, just <laughs> threaten me with bungee jumping. I'd tell you anything you want to know because I'm afraid of heights. Right. So I wouldn't right, be yeah. throwing myself off a bridge with you know whatever forty no. meter drop. 
That's right. Yeah, or it's parachuting always... or hang gliding or any of these other adventure yeah. sports because I'm terrified yeah. of heights. Also, yeah. I don't. I have a total mistrust of not technology exactly, but you know the equipment. So I just wouldn't trust it to work. Say that cord's going to break. I'm going to die. <laughs> and they'd say, no, it's a one in a ten thousand. I go, yeah, but one in ten thousand <laughs> too risky for me i'll be that one i know it so maybe i'm a yeah. bit sort of i don't know fatalistic or pessimistic yeah. about these things probably, no, probably they would taking also, the risk <laughs> they probably would tell you that it's the same risk of you crossing the street every morning oh yeah you know what I mean? always, yeah you more chance <laughs> of being probably... run over by a bus yeah i'll take my chances with that okay because i'm in control or I feel in control uh, so it's a control thing it's a but control i don't thing, trust yeah. you measuring the length of the bungee because if it's yeah. too long, I'll just go boom, straight into the whatever's at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, or it may break. So it, it's right. that feeling of it being out of your control, I think, or not yeah. trusting other people to do their job properly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So I think that's Very my fear. Maybe it's a phobia. I don't know. To me, it seems quite logical fear, to be honest. <laughs> and people have died doing it. I mean, it happens. Of course. Sure, of course. Of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I suppose that's the same with all types of phobias, right? They seem absolutely logical mm. to the person who has, to, them, who has right? the phobia. <laughs> that's right that's true if you if you see a massive spider um you know yeah, like, depends depends, yeah. depends depends who sees it i suppose do you know what yeah. i mean it's like okay yeah, yeah i'm i'm not scared by spiders but somebody else might be do you know what I mean? it's like all yeah. different everybody has their own phobias you know? yeah. it depends so, if you have a phobia of i don't know mice you say mice is not dangerous it's not going to kill you there is no one's died from a mouse as far as i know so you could say that's a bit illogical a fear of open spaces or yeah maybe so there are some yeah. that do appear to be illogical because there is no obvious danger that you can sure. see but yeah. you know being afraid of heights you know has some logic to it you there, know, if there, you fall there, off yeah. you're dead you know the sure. Top of a... sure there is that logic so there, there is some <laughs> ration rational fear there I think. absolutely well absolutely. i'm justifying my you know my yeah absolutely there. yeah good we'll come on to two more and now the, 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 here we have a slight change which is very interesting because hmm. these are two words that actually are nouns, aren't they? Well, they're kind of like nouns. And again, uh, an ing. Well, yeah, it's kind of a difficult one. But anyway, let's just yeah. talk about them. Yeah. Um, we'll the explain. first one. Oh, this is really, really common in Spain. Certainly in Spain, and I don't know what would happen. Yeah, we're, to all know. these things we're talking about. Spain. Absolutely. Obviously, our uh, listeners. Yeah. In Latin America. So all these things could be different. So it'd be interesting to know. Please, you know, send us an email. Yeah. How how do people in Argentina or Colombia or Mexico refer to? footing and pointing etc absolutely it might the be same different. words or might a different, different. Yeah, could be different yeah yeah now this yeah. is probably the the most common and still very very frequently used in in spanish and then also used in english and then of course it creates the mistake right so in spanish you would say or at least the spanish in spain you would say un parking wherever you put your car and they in spanish they would say in un parking Right. Yeah. And then the Spanish speaker in English would say in a parking. Right. Yeah. In a parking. So because from yeah. Spanish, un parking. And of course, they assume quite logically that that must be how you say it in English because it's an English word. So you absolutely and I say, yeah. well, I understand parking. There's no problem with that. It's an it's a verb to park in a gerund. But for us, we yeah. use it in a present continuous. What are you doing? I'm parking my car now. That's right. That's right. So for us, yeah. So actually, the word is correct. You're not. It's not a strange thing like footing and pointing. So yeah. yeah, parking. I understand that word. I am. What am I doing at the moment? I'm parking my car. But ah, parking. You're taking a gerund, 
and making it into a noun. Exactly. Now, actually, in English, you can have gerunds as nouns, so that is not completely strange. Mm. I can't think of an example immediately, but yeah, we, we sometimes use a gerund as a noun in English. That happens, but mm. not this one. So we don't no. say a parking. No. Uh, probably a native no. speaker, we can guess what you mean because of the context of, you know, talking about your car and parking. But we don't call it that. So, Daniel, what? how do you say un parking in in English? <laughs> this, this is a funny one because I think I've said this thousands and thousands of times to lots and lots of different people. But I never really feel as if I'm getting very far because... <laughs> yeah, they forget I, it, uh, two I, minutes I, later. They... Yeah, two minutes later they say, well, uh, let, let's put it in a parking or let's yeah. just, you know... And I go, no, it's a car park. You have to put it in a car park. You put the car yeah. in a car park, you know. But it's true. Yeah. The other thing here is, is that I think car park is very British. And ah, whereas yeah, an American, in, you have more like a parking lot or actually uh, that's maybe yeah. where it comes from. I never really thought about this before, but oh, that's true. Yeah, yes. maybe from American English and what people watching, I know, American movies and things, they say a parking lot. So they're using mm. the word parking, but it's to do it's like an adjective, in fact, in this case, parking yeah. lot. Yeah. A yeah. lot is yeah. just like a, a piece of land, basically. Mm. Uh, is a lot like a parcela or terreno yeah, so a parking lot yeah. or maybe they've just taken the parking bit and yes. forgotten the the other word and go, oh the lot. Park, un parking yes that makes sense that could be it the does make more sense yes that's true. whereas in yeah. british english it's true and i think australia new zealand i'm pretty sure we call it a car park so yeah. it's un, it's un parque de coches no basically if you want to translate it in that way no? un parque yeah. de coches a car park it's yeah it's where you park your car is a That's car right. park. Yeah. So not yeah. a parking. Yeah? No, no. In fact, in, in British English, we kind of probably would hardly ever use the whole idea of the gerund of there. I mean, like parking, okay, somebody might call you up on the phone and say, what are you doing? Okay, I'm parking the car, but only if yeah, you've got hands free. You have to be right? doing it. Yeah, yeah, in the moment you're doing it. So you it's quite unlikely that you ever use that in the gerund yeah. form. So it's, it's an action. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could say, I think you'd say, yes, I had an accident. I, 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 crashed the car into the column in the car park when I was parking my car. Oh, yes, of course. So yeah. you might use you it. You have the past sense. continuous. The past, past continuous. Yeah. When I was yeah. parking my car, something. Yeah, happened. that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. But apart from that, yeah. not really. Yeah. We wouldn't use no. it very often. No? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. So okay. So there you go. Un parking. Be careful with that. And then yeah. a very similar one, which I have used less. But it's true. I don't do this very much. So maybe that's the why. But un camping. Yeah, exactly the same. You're taking the activity. So in English, camping is a verb to camp. Yeah. So you take your tent and you go camp. So I'm going, what are you doing for your holidays this summer? I'm going camping. Mm. So camping is the activity of doing it. What are you doing? I'm camping or I'm mm. going camping. Yeah. But not a camping. So it's just the no. same as the a parking. It's not an hour. That's right. So That's the question right. is, Daniel, if you were going camping, I don't know if you've ever been camping. I uh, have. Where I have. where would you camp? Where would you put your tent? Tienda de campana, no? Your tent. Yeah, I would go to. I don't. Know, kind of. My mind has gone blank. I can't. Yeah. Re I can't really remember at all what I would say for that. I would say like a, a campsite. A, a campsite. campsite. That's it, right? A campsite. A campsite. That's right. So it's called yeah. un sitio de. No sé. <laughs> acampa. So yeah. yeah, the place is well. Site is a place, meaning like. So yeah, a campsite, a place where you camp. Yeah. It's a bit like the car park, place where you park your car. So you would go camping in a in a campsite. In a campsite, yeah. And you would put That's your right. tent up 
or maybe your caravan could be put your caravan in the campsite yeah so again is so have you ever been have you ever stayed on a campsite camping well i i when i uh, when i was a kid i used to live in belgium and we used to have a caravan and mm. we used to keep the caravan in holland which is kind of just like a few oh, hours drive across away the border yeah. yeah across the border and we would keep it there almost for the whole year not completely the whole year but on a campsite yeah so oh. it was basically we would go there just to kind of like get a bit of a fresh air and like escape hmm. the city you know a little bit yeah and that was very good so yes at the, when i was a kid i used to go camping a lot i mean of course it's a little bit more comfortable when you have a caravan yeah but, caravan than yeah. a tent yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so basically your your caravan was just permanently kept on a yes. in a campsite or on a campsite. that's right that's right yeah because you probably didn't have anywhere to put it you know unless you know that's garage right space or something that's right that's right and uh, dutch mm. dutch camping sites mm. are spectacular i mean they're oh, really yeah. really good i mean there's a kind of a national thing in holland to go oh, it's a big camping is a really massive thing it's like incredible how how big it is in that country and so for us yeah it was like nice thing to do yeah. nice to have it there and just if we wanted to go well, for the weekend we could you just we could go, take it yeah. with the car and go off somewhere and bring it back no, to the... well yeah you can do that as well but the reason we didn't did move you, it very much did, oh, is you didn't because... move it you tended to no. stay there yeah on yeah the campsite. yeah because we were kind of mm. like I think my dad was not particularly good with the whole sort of towing. Esto es otro verbo, claro. Ah, towing, towing yeah. the, the Re, caravan. Yeah, remolcar, I think. Remolcar. Yes. So yeah. towing to tow a caravan. Yeah, it's difficult yeah. driving a car towing yeah. a caravan. Especially if, if you need to reverse or something like that. Can oh, you imagine? yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I, we did exactly the same or virtually exactly the same as you. So okay. we're discovering something we have in common that we didn't know. So <laughs> my parents, we always went to the same place in North Wales. Guys. Okay on holiday and from when I was a baby. So every year we'd go to more or less the same place and they would rent like a house or an apartment. And then finally they said, this is crazy. Why are we paying to rent this place when we always go to the same place? Yeah. So what they did is instead of buying a house, which would be the logical thing to do, they bought sure. a caravan, but not, oh. not a mobile caravan that you tow. Okay. What they call a static caravan. Oh, so it's a huge yeah. car. It's like a little house, really. It's like it's a prefabricated yes. house. Yeah, yeah. And you can't you can't tow it with your car. They're far too big and far too heavy. It's impossible. It's illegal, in fact. Right. So you have to buy the static caravan. It's transported on a truck, right, to the campsite, and yeah. then it's they install they connect it to electricity, gas, water, and it mm. just stays there. So you never yeah. move it again, unless you right. want to yeah uh, so basically they had this caravan they bought put on a site campsite okay. in yeah. in this place in north wales anglesey to be precise okay. which yeah. is an island beautiful island oh, and that was it and then of course you know we just went to the all our holidays from then on till i was i don't know 18 maybe yeah were were staying in this caravan oh interesting so it's quite similar to you we had a caravan yeah, on yeah. a campsite my parents paid a, the rent so the campsite yeah. owner and it just stayed in the same place. It never moved. Maybe right. yours, you moved it occasionally, but not, not very, very often, often, to be honest. No, no. Because no, your dad didn't but, like driving. Yeah, didn't like, yeah. So it's pretty difficult. He, he probably liked towing the caravan just as much as you have, you like jumping off bridges. Ah, yeah. So not at all. Yeah. <laughs> that was his phobia. Well, it's not a phobia. His dislike. Yeah. No, I understand. I wouldn't want to tow a caravan. It's pretty difficult. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Good. So there you go. Uncamping. Yeah. And then the last one that we thought we would touch, which has kind of got a little bit to do with marketing and 
just how sort of fashionable the ING form became mm. or has become, let's say, because yeah. this company still exists, I think, in Spain, as far as I know. I um, so. It does, yes. And it's an airline called Vueling, which is obviously the whole idea of Vola, to fly, right? Um, mm. And the company decided, okay, we're going to add an ING to that, to that verb and that Spanish verb. And uh, let's yeah. let's call the company that, you know. And I think yeah, well, even sort of, after it's a hybrid, I suppose you could call it, isn't it? So it's yeah. So you got you know the Spanish word volar or un vuelo, and then what you're yeah. doing is changing it into a volando would be in Spanish volando, no flying, but you're saying yeah. vueling, so you're mixing. Yes. So it's, again, it's because it yes. sounds. I suppose it sounds good, or it's different, no, for marketing yeah, it's and different, vueling. Yeah. Yes, which I've I never think... thought of. I, I'd never noticed this one. I just thought, you know, that's the name of the airline. Ah. I didn't really connect the two things till you mentioned it when we were preparing right. this podcast. And you said, oh, ah, another yeah. example, boiling. I was like, boiling? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, it never, never occurred to me that connection with the bolar I... and the ing. Yeah, I think that was the same for me until they did a particular marketing thing where basically it was an advert where they put every single thing on the on the I can't remember what it was, whether it was a billboard or whether it was like an advert in a newspaper or something. And everything on the whole advert was everything fin finishing with ING, right? So uh, so that's sorry. where for me, it suddenly connected as like, ah, oh, welling is like, yeah, of course, it's kind of like the Spanish yeah. and the English together. That's quite clever, you know? actually. Yeah. Yeah, come up but with certainly. So I can remember that one of my first flights into Spain was with Welling. And at that time, I had no idea, you know, what that they potentially would be playing with words there. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, if you're I not had, Spanish I had speak, no yeah. idea. English speakers no idea don't at all. speak Spanish like, would have no Welling, idea. Welling, that's, that's the name of the, com the, the name. company. Yeah. Was, you know, that's it. You know, that's true. So, that's true. Yeah. So it's super interesting. Yeah, but it's another good example. So, yeah, Spanish speakers or Spanish seem to, they love the ing sound or yes. something. Yeah. I suppose it makes it a bit different or more cool. No one guys. Yes. yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Fantastic. Great. That was really interesting. I love that. So let's go through those quickly. We had footing at the start, which obviously very few people will be using now, but just be careful with that. You would have to say running or jogging. Be careful with that pronunciation of running as well. Don't use the rolling R, as we said. Then, of course, pointing is not bridging. It's bungee jumping. And hopefully we've given you the origins of that name as well, the, the bungee cord where it originally came from in New Zealand. And then we covered the whole idea of parking, camping, where basically is a parking lot or a car park or a camp site, site. which is re mm -hmm. really important, which I couldn't even remember. That's kind of what happens when you kind of, your mind goes blank. This is the blank, problem, yeah. Right? That's absolutely the way. Your mind goes blank, yes. In this, yeah, in blank. Of, and, you, blank and also or, living yeah. here for so long, you start thinking of uh, a, a camping. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure right. I've used the word a camping and a parking. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. And then the last one, of course, is that airline company that we have here in yeah. Spain. Which low, is low, cost. No, low, low cost. Low cost, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, low cost airline. So that was really great. Alistair, loved it. Thank you very much. We'll be back again next week. Yeah. And as usual, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Thank a pleasure as always. Cheers. All right. Cheers. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.